Happy Friday, everybody. Sherm here, the crazy agent. Hope you're having a fantastic now, the moment that you listen to this. Personal development, I'm going to focus this one on spirituality and faithfulness. And um, so if, if the religion isn't important to you, then feel free not to listen and listen to this. Um, but I, I, I've been thinking a lot about this topic lately, that each of us might find ourselves in a faith promoting a faith developing a faith strengthening strengthening experience and that can drive us to our knees and much like courage isn't the absence of fear it's the actual presence of fear but yet having the courage being brave to continue to move forward despite that feeling and so i am reminded that faith isn't a belief that is not without question it isn't a perfect belief. It isn't sure hope. It is hope. It is belief. But sometimes there's doubt in the midst of that. We might not have the answers to prayers that we want. We might not have the circumstances or the scenarios that we want in life. But yet that doesn't mean that we're faithless. Because in order to showcase faith, we must have that doubt. We must have that disbelief. In things not seen, but yet believe, and yet moving forward in that belief. And so I am reminded this day that each of us might find ourselves in certain circumstances of life doubting our own faith, being driven to our knees in asking for help and forgiveness and better things to come. And the question that we have to ask ourselves is, number one, do I have the faith that he will answer my prayers? Do I have the faith that he will be there for me? And number two, do I have the faith to not get an answer? Do I have faith that circumstances won't work out in my favor? Do I have the faith if things still don't go the way that I hope they do? I think it's more difficult to express faith and to hold up, hold fast to our faith when the circumstances of our lives do not go the way that we wish. Now, certain choices that we make will have consequences. We decide to marry a certain person, those have consequences. The, the way that we decide to interact with each other, have date night, not have date night, have family night, not have family night, uh, focus all of our time on work and not give a lot of time to family, that's going to have consequences. You know, leave work early in order to coach a uh, child's li- little league might have consequences at work. Um, making sure that everything goes well at home in a conversation with your significant other might have positive or negative consequences depending on how we communicate with each other. And it becomes extremely crucial in our pursuit of faith, in our pursuit of happiness and hope, that we continue to move forward as if things will go our way despite the choices that we're making and the consequences that do follow. The other part of life that is very difficult for us to be able to handle is that we do not have control on outside circumstances. Unfortunately, no matter how much I love my children, they will make choices that they feel is right for themselves. And that might be in complete opposition 
to what I've taught them, to the values that I hold dear and true, and that is absolutely heartbreaking and extremely difficult to deal with. I might love my sibling. I might love my spouse, but they have their own choices, their own agency to make choices that unfortunately or fortunately have consequences upon my life, directly or indirectly. And that can be extremely difficult for us to handle that life, a part of it, (laughs) I'd say sometimes a good part of it, it's going to change on us, it's going to impact us, and it's about how we respond whether we're faithful or faithless in those situations. I think I had seen recently, um, I thought it was a, and and, and again, I never saw the photo, I didn't watch the football game, but it was kind of the end of a football game, and I think the kicker had missed a field goal, and he still pointed upwards to heaven. And someone had made the comment, that's exactly how faith works. That we give credit when credit's due, And we're still grateful when things don't work out in our favor. And now how can someone be grateful when things don't go exactly the way they want? Because ultimately, a lot of things in life that are finite are not worth losing faith over. Because if faith is something that's eternal and going to last forever and get us to where we want to go, then anything that's finite in life, stuff, jobs, promotions, uh, heck, even some relationships, might not be that important so when we focus on what's truly important in our lives those things that will last forever our faith is at the root of all of that and I and I'm a believer that our faith should not come into opposition with what's best for our family now I know of course there's a the document um, in the Bible of Abraham being asked to sacrifice his son Isaac, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't even fathom those emotions because I can't even go there with my own sons. Like I can't, I can't think about that. Um, and so I, I would encourage anybody that's listening to this rambling um, that I hope you find yourself being fortified in your faith. I hope you can find peace in your pursuit of what you hold dear and what brings you happiness, despite having doubt, despite having unclear paths ahead of you. Sometimes I think of doubting Thomas, and we kind of give him a hard time. But we it's easy as uh, faithful Christians to look back and go, yeah, well, Christ was resurrected. Well, guess what? That never happened before. Never has happened before. And he just saw. Everyone saw this happen. This brutality of crucifixion of the Savior. And so Thomas, almost rightfully so, says, I need to see it. I need to see. And some of us, in our different circumstances of life, might be grasping 
at the proverbial straws, wanting to see, wanting that sign. Exactly what Christ had said to Thomas. Believe without seeing. I'm paraphrasing. Faith is a hope in things which are not seen, but are true. And I think if we, if we had the chance to see an angel or to see um, a manifestation of heavenly power, I think then the responsibility for us and our faithfulness is taken to a whole different level. And much more is required at our hands. And so for me, I, I, I really don't want a sign. I want to be able to exercise my faith with the perfect hope and the perfect faith that it is, well, not well, my, my imperfect faith, let's be honest, my imperfect faith, that it's real and true. And you know what? Even if it's not, at least it moved me to hopefully be a little bit better, to be a little bit kinder, to be less judgmental, to be more loving, and to serve others. So for me, my faith dr- drives me to my knees to thank my Heavenly Father for all the good things in my life and to understand that I might find myself in different circumstances that are beyond my control that still promote my faith. And when it's all said and done of my life and we look at the scales of good things and bad I pray and I hope that my good outweighs the bad and that I've been a good person. And if my faith is right, like I think and I feel that it is, then I hope that he will say to me, the master, thou good and faithful servant, come into my kingdom. And that's what I hope. And if I'm totally wrong, completely absolutely wrong I was better because of these decisions I was working at being more patient in my struggle I was looking for faith when I might feel faithless I'm looking for strength when I feel weak and I wish each of you that kind of strength and happiness on this faithful Friday Sherm's out. Let's take these voice messages from Jason. Really appreciate the call in and definitely appreciate his um, thoughts on faith. Because remember, this isn't about a particular religion or an orthodox here or even a particular institution. It's the idea of faith, which is a belief, which is internal. And so I really like his perspective on this. So check him out. Hey, Sherman, it's good to uh, hear your episode, but I have. Your episode is really challenging to me personally um, in several aspects because what you're talking about in faith, I don't want to say you're wrong because I'm not trying to judge you, but faith I, I think is much more than what you're saying. Like when you're giving the example of the sports analogy, um, what I've learned about faith is, um, especially when it comes to God, not religion not any outside source when it comes to 
God exactly. I have faith that good or bad, I'm, I'm taken care of. I don't need to worry about anything. If the bad happens, it's a lesson. If the good happens, it was a blessing. You know what I mean? I think this is where a lot of people go wrong. They believe, in my opinion, I think when people place so much emphasis on the outside source of what they envision God to be, instead of the inside source, what they know God is to be, is a big difference. And how we enact faith, you know, or the acceptance of the actual, uh, I don't know if you want to call it God or spirituality, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, where that's, where it really resides in. Because when I say I believe in God, I believe in me. God is represented in me and all of us, but I'm not God, you know, so it's kind of weird. But at the same time, I believe in like the laws of attraction, you know, like I've had so many friends like, oh, God willing, I'll be able to get this new job or hoping, God hoping, you know, he'll give me favor. But then there's also misuse of, of, of like faith. Like when I was in the military and they would say, you're fighting for God, country, you know, and the American way, right? But not everything that I did in the military did I think that it was actually benefiting the United States as a whole, but more to business. So it was like never once in the, like, for example, in the Bible, does it ever command to ever go to war, to ever fight? It never, it never says that. So it's an interesting aspect of how people use faith for their own divine purposes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a firm believer. What you put in is what you'll get out. It may not come right away, but it will come regardless. You know? And like the laws of attraction work, it doesn't favor good or bad. It's the nature and energy and force that you put into things. So my faith is just the position on which I love to believe and I accept things for what they are and not trying to position them into a situation or circumstance of the of the situation so I like where Jason's coming from I appreciate appreciate those thoughts so let me give a little bit of context here where this conversation is coming from um, and hopefully through this example, we can get a good feel of kind of, um, for, for each of ourselves, kind of where we're coming from. And, and in no way what, am I saying that one person's lot in life is more difficult than the others. Although it seems like sometimes people go through some really tough situations. So let me describe one of my best friends. And I think we can draw a little bit of where I'm coming from on this Faithful Friday. So my, my best friend, um, dad walked out on the family, it's her and her sister. And, um, when she was about five or six years old and then mom, unfortunately, uh, was just not a very loving individual, uh, very selfish in the way that she, her needs were what was more important. And unfortunately she didn't parent. And when she had boyfriends would allow them to physically assault her daughters and so finally at the age of 14 my best friend had enough of 
these stepfathers, so to speak, these boyfriends, beating up on her and her sister and the neglect of mom. And so she decided to go live at friends' houses. And so from the age of 14 to 18, from in her formidable teenage years, she was a couch surfer, living upon the goodness of others to take her in and allow her to be there. And then she got married in her 20s. And after a few years of being married, I think it was about five, um, and multiple times that her husband was cheating on her, she finally decided to be a single mom and take uh, the two kids that she had at the time, a son and a daughter, and, and take care of them. And anyone that's a single parent can, can relate to the struggle of trying to make ends meet and be there for all the needs of the family. And in the midst of this, um, back in uh, 2013, her sister, whom she was amazingly close to, was murdered in the Twin Cities. And as she, she she describes, it was surreal. She would go out there and they hadn't found her sister's body. And so she would go searching in parks and in streams, hoping to find something, but not hoping to find something, hoping to find her sister. But couldn't. And then three months after she went missing, her body was found um, in the Mississippi River and she had been murdered um, by her by her husband. And so my best friend at this time found faith. Where a lot of times in these kinds of circumstances, we'd say to ourselves, nope, this is the time that you could say, you know what, I don't know that, I don't think that there is a God, that why would he allow your life to be so riddled in pain and suffering? Almost at birth, it was a struggle. And you add on top of it that then your best friend, your own flesh and blood was murdered by your brother-in-law. And so it is amazing to me that in the midst of that turmoil of life, she found faith and she found gratitude and she found strength. And I'll compare that then to people's lives that are filled with things like this. Abusive parents, being sexually assaulted, date rape, all these horrible things that we hear about, that we might have friends that have experienced. Um, Jason mentioned being in the military, um, being in a conflict of war. I think about those that were slaughtered. I think about the, the millions of refugees that exist. Um, if you've ever, my, 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 my major in college was international studies. And so we would read about and study about some of these cultures that were conflicted internally, um, the, the killing fields of, uh, of Cambodia. And you compare that then to, in the 90s, the Tutsi and the Hutu um, out in Rwanda that were slaughtering each other with machetes and the millions of refugees that walked hundreds of miles to escape 
that just because they were of a different tribe were being slaughtered and mowed down or the problems that we had in Serbia and the list goes on right we have the Holocaust and and we have slavery and we have these horrible situations and so for us historians or us scholars those that are you know educated we look at this and we go that's tough that's rough and it's almost unfathomable to think about and then you talk to someone that went through that experience and who survived and who has the strength and and if they don't have faith in an all-powerful being because they don't know how an all-powerful being would allow such horrendous things to exist you can understand that where their faithful faithlessness comes from and i don't mean that in a derogatory term it's just that they don't believe in a supreme being you know, no matter what name you decide to give this god at the same time i don't want to belittle what someone might be going through the grief of bearing a child or the difficulty of feeling like they are all alone in their life's journey. And so being able to have that faith, like my best friend, that in the midst of all this turmoil, was able to find hope and to find peace and to find faith, it's inspiring to me that, you know, if she was praying that she would find her sister alive and well. She would have faith. She would believe. But the exact opposite as well. That as she prayed and she didn't find her sister, knowing the worst that could have happened, that she would still believe and still have faith. That is the intersection of faith that I'm talking about where each of us might find ourselves questioning what is my relationship with God do I continue to pray hoping that good things will come and do I continue to pray even when bad things come just as Jason had mentioned that all things come into our lives good bad the ugly the difficult the gut-wrenching the beautiful the peaceful the happy the sad and all of that are for us to experience life that it is life and so for Jason in his um, eloquent voice messages points out very solidly that faith doesn't change for him and what I'd say for anyone that falters or feels their faithfulness being tested it doesn't make your faith faith weak if you question if you doubt if you struggle Sherm's out